Spring Champion Stakes Day, the invitation, uh, the Group 2 calendar. Presnell, Ron Duffersy, welcome back. Some new horses on the scene, the Kirkham Plate. Um, no two meetings are alike, and this is a beauty today. Yep, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward. I haven't written, uh, readjusted the prices for 24 hours, so I'm interested to see what's happened in the market since last time I looked as well. well no, shortly he's done the form. He's been doing the form since uh, acceptances came out Wednesday and probably noms on Monday. Brad Gray, good morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, Hainsy, Duff, Munns, and all the listeners out there. Good day's racing, isn't it? Yeah, we've got a spring champion. There's all kinds of different form lines uh, coming together here. It's going to be fascinating to see what happens with that market. We've got the Calendar Presnell, the first running of uh, that race. We've got short price favourite there, an invitation where Ice Bath is chasing back-to-back victories and a cracking little two-year-old race to kick things off here. There's some big pedigrees, Hainsy. I'll tell you what, if you were doing your, your breeding column, you might have blown up the computer because we've got halves to converge, Golden Mile, Fireburn and Bivouac, so maybe a couple of stars of the future. And, the, and the, it's about six to one in the market, but uh, the man we're about to speak to can elaborate. He's He's been a sire, we can now call him a grandsire. <laughs> Glenn Munsey, congratulations to the family and good morning to you. Yes, good morning to you, Richard. Good morning to Ronnie. Good morning to Brad. Good morning to all the listeners. Yes, uh, we grandsire, that's probably the right way to say it. Richard, I say a broodmare sire uh, as well as a sire and about to become a sire of sires as well. Uh, so it's been a busy time in the uh, in the Munsey extended household. But yes, uh, Danica Lorraine Munsey appeared on this earth on Wednesday night uh, to my daughter Ashley and her husband Luke and I can tell you that uh, both are doing quite well and thankfully she has thrown to her mother and the grand dam rather than the sire. And if she's listening this morning we might just put her back to sleep for a nice little morning sleep for Bubba. Does that mean yes, but, but I, I do have I do have two other foals here this morning uh, that I'm trying to control, and I'm about a hundreds. Uh, anything to do with it? Uh, we're we're now looking after not only look after our own, own dog, who, uh, as Ronnie would know, we've paid a fortune to get a bloke to train it, which I might as well just put it down the drain. <laughs> and um, I've got uh, Ashley and Luke's dog as well, so they're busily going around the office here, tugging on a bit of rope, and no doubt they'll be barking at least a hundred times during the next uh, fifty-two minutes. Ronnie, Ronnie Munns can handle that pressure, can't he? He's better than yeah, that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they've thrown to the, the dam and, uh, <laughs> and not, not the grandsire, otherwise it would have no hair. But I see it's got a healthy, she's got a healthy head of hair. All right. Yeah, All right. More than I have, I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard. Let's, um, let's go to this meeting today. Ten races, first race of the day. Um, the two-year-olds here, Munns. The, the drink-wise Kirkham Plate, 1,000 metres the journey. Heard from James Cummings this morning, a, a springboard, a natural selection process to get to a golden gift in a couple of weeks. And race one, Munns set to go at 12.30. We go with that Mexico. He is down south. Yes, and well, very well done, uh, Ronnie, during that interview with uh, Michael this morning to refer to Mexico going to Mexico to run today. You have got up early and on the ball, (laughs) probably because you struck the quaddy for so much money last night in Melbourne. Right up. Let's have a look at the market here. We have uh, well one shortening at the top here. The barber is the 460 favourite. They've given it a little bit of a haircut already today. Uh, coincide is a five dollar chance. Get along is at eight dollars. Uh, we've got Kin Tire at twelve dollars. Mexico is out eight cents a win and eight cents a place. Razors. Well, there's a good Cornella for you. Barber and Razors at nine dollars. Stanislas is a nine dollar chance. Dipsy Doodle at $5.50. Fabergé at $15. Infatuation is a $7 chance. And Shine Your Light 
at $41. Uh, still a very good betting race here. Uh, I don't know whether people are betting into this race thinking that the promotion is operating today, but I have been told on numerous occasions that it isn't. Uh, so I know we played an ad for it this morning, but all the email communications I have received this week are telling me that the promotion is not on today uh, for the first two races. So uh, I'll stand to be corrected, but it's a bit early for people to be up there, 10 past 8. Um, the most popular runner is Barber here, over, coincide, third pick is Infactuation, and fourth pick is Dipsy Doodle. What do you say about the track? Any history you want to tell us about? Well, if you look at last week, uh, last week was a 5.8 penetrometer and it started a 7, was upgraded to a 6. Now, Mike Wood said uh, the track, the moisture content in the track really improved Friday to Saturday. They were running quick times compared to meetings that were on the same penetrometer uh, and, and same rating. And, and I'm saying you're like second and a half, two seconds faster in some of the races there. Mm. Uh, we've gone from, we're now a penetrometer of 5.56. The going stick's gone from 8.7 to 8.9. So it, it, it's pretty firm. And a 5.56 rating is right on the cusp of a 5. Uh, I know Mike said this morning that he, he thought it would stay a 6. But, um, you know, it's if we can just get some sun, I know it's pretty cloudy. Uh, uh, this morning so far uh, but you know uh, I, I know we sat there Thursday night and we were looking at who'd handle the wet the best I don't yeah. think you have to need to do that um, uh, For the purposes of um, uh, the TV audience here Brad we're about to put up a map a speed map thanks to racing and sports for the Kirkham Plate are you any mm. the wiser? Um, yeah we can give it a crack so obviously we're using trial form uh, to try and come up with a speed map here but the likes of Barber, Infatuation and Gitalong uh, did look the most likely types to spear forward of course Barber and Infatuation have the benefit of the inside gates and then listening to James Cummings this morning obviously threw Fabergé into the mix as a horse that could potentially go forward so uh, he'll sit down we'll have a chat to Regan uh, before the races today and come up with a plan there so maybe it's one that could come across from a wide gate as well here Duff yeah, it's intriguing, isn't it? Um, especially when you've got, you know, the five Godolphin runners. Um, I, my eyes are for Dipsy Doodle. Um, I love what she did in that latest trial. Flew out, dragged back, under, come back underneath the jockey, coasted home, moving beautifully. Um, just listening to James, maybe she's a bit of a hothead at home at track work. She, he said she can be aggressive. So I, I didn't see that in the trial, but... I'm comfortable to trust the iron backer. Um, I think Barber's the big danger. First look at the fence, flies out, finds the rail, um, and right on top of the speed, I think he's the one to beat. Coincide, I, I like the way he hit the line. He's a good firmer from Thursday, from Wednesday. So these horses can improve from one trial to the next, and I think the soft six being by Invader would be okay for him. And infatuation, another speed horse drawn in close. Eight, one, two, and ten. I've got one, seven, eight, and nine to kick us off. So a sea of blue there. Uh, I've got Barber on top. Just you in finding the fence here. Duffy sums it up really quickly there and quite neatly. Uh, he's going to get the first look at the front. He looked a professional, a uh, little cult in his trials. He jumped, he settled, and he quickened. Uh, that's half the battle over a thousand metres. Seven, Stanislaus. It's the half to Golden Mile. Does look more of a, a type that'll probably be better in time. Uh, he does look to have some talent coming through that same heat as Barber. Eight, Dipsy Doodle for all the reasons that you mentioned, and Fabergé. Maybe the one I missed first time around. Now it's the full sister to Bivouac, and you go back and you have a second look at, at its trials, and it did jump really quick, was dragged back, and I like that's worked through the line there. So it needs a bit of luck finding a spot from the gate, uh, but if it gets it, hard to beat. One, seven, eight, and nine. 
Rightio, Darren Flindell. Uh, Darren will be with us for Behind the Gates after 10 o'clock. You can fire in your questions and Darren will give you his thoughts on the day's races. He's with number eight, Dipsy Doodle. To beat one, Barber. Four, Kintyre. And three, Get Along. Eight, one, four and three. Our race caller, Darren Flindell's numbers on the Kirkham plate to start the day. Race two months this afternoon is the Tab Highway. And this week, we'll have a Class 3 and they're going over the 1,800 metres. Uh, Richard, I've just had Timmy Ryan ring me. Now, the offer that is not available is a retail offer. So that money back on uh, races one and two is actually on. The, the offer that is not on is a retail offer, which was place a fixed odds win bet on all races at Mooney Valley, Ramwick and Doombin, and if your horse runs second or third. So races one and two at Ramwick and Doombin. Um, bonus bet situation there if your horse does not win is definitely on. The retail offer is not on. So, and the, um, mani- the Manicato stakes money, it's like, it seems like the different firms have got different rules there. Uh, right, now here's another one. Now, no wonder my granddaughter has more hair than me. Um, <laughs> the situation with the Manicato stakes. If you placed a fixed odds bet on the Manicato stakes, whether it's all in or final field, the bet stands because the race is run fixed odds, final field within 24 hours, fixed odds all in within seven days. Paramutual bets are refunded. So it is fresh paramutual betting, and it uh, on uh, actually it is fresh paramutual betting on the whole meeting, because it becomes a completely different meeting um, now, as regards to uh, how it is classified. Uh, you know, it would be M- MR, for example. Now it could be I don't know what it is, uh, but the the communications I received last night at twenty to twelve, uh, all pre-sale paramutual bets will be cancelled as a new selling code is required. Uh, they've even changed the quaddies, uh, which I didn't think they would do, but the quaddy now becomes 8, 9, 10, 11. The daily double, 9 and 11. The extra quaddy, 4, 5, 6 and 7. The big 6, this is for Darren Flindell, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and 11. But the treble stays 8, 9, 10. And if you can work all that out, um, I'll give you someone else's number, not mine. Stay tuned for Monday. The, the board will be full. Yeah, oh, I've, I've, I've got a very sore throat developing, Ronnie. I reckon about <laughs> ten to nine Monday it might kick in. The but highway, the highway yeah. months. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go my way. They can go the highway. Right, let's have a look here. Um, and I'm getting numerous emails now. That someone must have rung a bell. Right, Lord De Sanimo here in the highway is a twelve dollar chance. Alloway for the Patriot Bloodstock team. Didn't they have a big day at Wagga the other day? $26. Jalmari at $4.20 makes it favourite. Socrates at $4.80. Sassy Choice is a $12 chance. King of Spades at $6.50. Smooth Spree, you'll be happy, $7.50. Some Deal, Josh Parr a half over at this stage at 56 kilos, $9. Alma Hero is out, no deduction. Uh, Enrolas is at $26. Highland Bay out, $0.03 cents a win and $0.05 cents a place. Leather Jacket Lou 
Morning to you. At $51. Gold Luna is at $34. Tribute King is a $41 chance. Mr. 88 is out, no deduction. Reboville is at $13. And scratch the remaining three runners, no deductions taken for any of those. Uh, most popular runner here is Jalmari. Jeez, they put him up $9. On Wednesday, he was into 480 Thursday, 460 Friday, uh, 420 earlier, uh, no, yet late yesterday afternoon, and has remained a $4.20 chance. He's uh, top pick ahead of Socrates, who sat $5 all week until yesterday when he became $4.80. Third pick is King of Spades. He's bounced 657 back to 650, and they're clearly ahead of the rest of the field. Smooth Esprit is next pick, as much as seven, as as much as nine, as low as seven. How's the tempo look, Brad? Looks okay here, Hainsey. 1,800 metres highway, but the speed looks okay. You've got Socrates going forward. I've got Leather Jacket Lou being quite aggressive, 52 kilos, with Ellen Hennessy aboard. Then you've got a second layer of speed, Ruberville, um, Sassy Choice, Alloway's got some speed, and King of Spades typically isn't far away. So, yeah, they should get along here okay, Duff. Yep, and that might help Jel Murray if you can, you know, your heart in your mouth with him. Uh, obviously, we've seen him all the way through this preparation. He's got a horrible racing style. He's won one from 16, and he keeps getting us in. Um, but it was his effort was too big the other day, considering circumstances, not to give another chance. Um, so hopefully the track plays fair for him. He'll get one last opportunity, and this looks his race. I think King of Spades, just through sheer consistency, has to go in. He maps quite nicely. Socrates, well, how do we approach, you know, a horse that gets all the breaks in the world and uh, puts a gap in them, more or less, and, and then all of a sudden it's a different track altogether. But you've got to believe what you see. He did win the race, and he won it well. Um, but um, I don't think he's going to get that bias again. But he goes in. And some deal will be rushing home with all that speed on up front. I think she's had a nice little grounding with a couple of trials and she won't be far away. Smooth as spree. I've just penned him thinking it was going to be worse than a soft six. So maybe, you know, you've got to respect him to a certain extent here today as well. Three, six, four and eight. Yeah, and it's the opposite of Jalmari, isn't it? They've been yes. done over a little bit by the forecast here, expecting a heavy track. I'm with him as well. I'm going to stick with him. Three, four, five and one. I want to trust that. Highway reference from a couple of weeks ago, but I'm tipping Joel Murray to turn the tables. He just has to get the first half of the race right, doesn't he? Because he does himself no favours giving away a huge head start. So Tyler Schiller on, better draw. Maybe can he put potentially find himself midfield? Maybe that's wishful thinking. For Socrates, uh, catch me if you can. He'll have to absorb a little bit of pressure here, but seeing is believing. And yes, he may have been flattered there last time out, uh, but it was a good win. And you'd think at 1,800 metres, he'd only be better suited. Five King of Spades, just so consistent. This galloper, he's been right around the money in his past couple in highway company. I can't see that changing here. And one Lord DeSanimo, 61.5 kilos, but he's a, a tried and true highway performer, and he's coming through some pretty deep benchmark staying races. Three, four, five, and one. Okay, the highway numbers for Darren Flindell, race two at Ramwick today. And uh, Darren is with three Jalmari to beat six King of Spades, four oh, Socrates. Here we go. And one Lord de Sanimo. Three, six, four, and one. Doesn't figure in any multis, I don't think, Jalmari. Certainly, Pundas panel are behind the gates. Mums. I'll tell you what, there's not a lot of room left on the bus. <laughs> all right, let's if see. If he loses today, it'll be very empty. <laughs> yes, yeah, see if you're on, all on the bus uh, a bit after one o'clock today. Race three, uh, Munzers go to now on this Big Ten race program. And midway is the third race of the day, and we'll have a benchmark 72 at the 1200 metres.
Rightio. No uh, scratched here. Stolen Jade. No deduction taken for it. Astero is at $9.50. Shotmaker at $16. May Rose at $8.50. Eyewitness at $7.50. Mystery Doble, $41. Different Strokes is out. No deduction taken there. Gave Me You at $18. Russ Bus with the offside bubble chica off. And it is a $10 chance. Byron is out, no deduction. Super Bright at $9.50. Either or is a $16 chance. I see things at $31. Rani Factor, Glenn Schofield, one kilo over at this stage at $18. Moralist out, two cents a win and one cent the place. Impact Star out, three cents a win and three cents a place. Sir Kerm is... An $11 chance. Uh, we've got uh, Tri State at $4. That makes it favourite. And Liberty Sun is a $26 chance. Righto. We've got a look here to see what the best supported runner is. And it is uh, not the busiest betting. Well, of course, they're not going to be anywhere near as busy as the first two races with that promotion actually definitely on for the first two races. Uh, Estero, most popular runner from Tri-State and Rustbus. How do they settle down here, Brad? Yeah, speed looks okay. Eyewitness and all the way winner there last time out. Uh, she'll go forward. Rani Factor can go forward. You've got Tri-State, the good gate there with Hugh Bowman doing the steering just gives Hugh a couple of options. Uh, if he wants to take up the front, he can. If the leaders want to overdo it, he can just pop in behind. And you've got Gave Me You, who does have some gate speed and a wide draw. So where they end up, I guess, is a little bit open to interpretation. Yeah, look, I um, I know he's got 64 kilos, but he's got the best form. Uh, Tri-State, I think he's well-placed in a midway, obviously. He's got to carry the 64 to be well-placed. So um, maybe heart in your mouth the last 50 metres, and considering it's 1,200 metres, and um, he's had four goes at it for one-third, and his 1,100-metre form does look better, but it's the right time and right race to try it in. He's on top. I think May Rose is an improver, just too wet last time. Um, so I think she deserves another chance <laughs> 12 either or Now this is big odds For a, a horse that's been oh, A mare that's been racing so well at this grade um, I can see value in her at $16 And Russ Bus just t- maps well Gets the claim, no weight And will keep uh, grinding away Being a last start winner 18 for 12 and 9 But uh, a tricky race 18, 2, 12, and 4, I'm with him as well. So, yeah, he's got to carry the 64 kegs. What do we see? Zushak with 64 and a half there, lump it on Wednesday. So, fingers crossed, uh, Tri-State can do exactly the same thing here. So, he does have the best form lines, doesn't he? I like the gate, just gives him options. And I think a, a drying track suits as well, because a heavy track 64, uh, it's more testing again. Two, Astero, he was the one that the market missed in the first place, but... That has been corrected somewhat. He's got some pretty handy form lines, this Galloper. First up last prep, he was taking ground off Rule of Law over 1,100 metres. He ran second to, to Rustic Steel in a Provincial Championships qualifier. So he's always had a bit of talent. Low draw here if he gets luck at the right time. Uh, I think he's right there in the finish. 12, either or. Tend to agree that uh, she isn't getting the respect that she deserves, and she's better suited on a drier track today. That form through Cote last start suits. Uh, and four, May Rose will be rushing home at the finish, as she always does. 18, 2, 12, and 4. Okay, numbers here for Darren in uh, race number three at Ramwick today. Two, Astero, 18, Tri-State, four, Mayrose, three, Shopmaker, two, 18, three, and four for Darren in race three. We get on to race number four of the day here, Munns. The E-Group Protective Services Handicap, benchmark 78 at the mile.
Yeah, start with a scratching again in Mirren, so no deduction there. Cognac is a $14 chance. Omudgy is at $12. Phillipsburg at 19 Olympic Theatre at $23. Wollinga Ruffio, cross noseband on today, and the earmuffs go on pre-race, and it's a $5 chance. Colour Sergeant is at $26. Mahagoni at $3.60 makes it favourite at that price. 1A at $13. Mamonia out, one set the winner, nothing the place. Commanding at $5.50. Naval Seal at $5.50. And Singapura is a scratching, no deduction taken for it. Uh, very little separating uh, the uh, two most popular runners here, which are Naval Seal. Uh, as much as eight dollars, bet about it. Eight six five fifty, been five fifty for a couple of days now. Albeit uh, about well, just about forty percent of the total money has come for it this morning. Brody tipped it up just before seven o'clock. Uh, Mahagoni, uh, not far away from it. In fact, a uh, hundred dollars less on it, and it's been three forty out to three sixty now. Mahagoni, this morning, uh, third pick would be. Commanding, who's five out to five fifty this morning, and then Walinga Ruffio, who has basically been five dollars since the market went up on Wednesday. Does uh, Walinga get out and roll along here, Brad? How do you see it? He sure does. That's his go, isn't it? He'll have cognac, <coughs> excuse me, for company out in front. But it looks a pretty straightforward map. Uh, Naval Seal parks in on the leaders' backs. Olympic Theatre not far away. You've probably got one A in that third line. And Mahagoni, if you're looking for him, probably just worse than midfield. I'd expect here, Duff. Uh, yep, that's right. Um, I'm a bit of a fan of commanding here. Um, he obviously has had issues throughout his short career, um, being only a, you know had eight starts and only one run last preparation in the Guineas, uh, the Canberra Guineas. I thought he did enough first off to say that he's going to improve at a mile second up with a bit of uh, speed on up front here, and I think he can run home strongly. Um, I've got him on top. I think uh, Willinga Ruffio's the danger. Just got to behave himself a little better and come back underneath uh, Schiller a bit better this week. Uh, seems to be confidence in the camp there. Naval Seal looks very well fancied, doesn't he? The market's telling me he's he's ready to go at a mile first up, mapping well, and you can't leave out Mahagoni. A faster race suits him this week. 11, 6, 12 and 8. I've gone 6, 8, 9 and 12. We'll get a look at the first three races in terms of how this track might be playing. Uh, but we know where this horse is going to be, don't we? Willinga Rufio out in front. Catch me if you can. As long as he gets into his rhythm, uh, he'll run up to his best, which is good enough to be fighting out the finish here. He was just barbecued there last start, so forgive him that. Second, I've got Mahagoni. He continues to race well. Uh, that race behind Hosier last time out didn't set up for him to run on into the money. It was just too slow. 9, 1A. I think she's going well, uh, this galloper. So last time out, came back to the... Came back to the 1,200 metres. That was in the Nivison. And she did a good job there, given she was seven weeks between runs and coming back from the mile. So back out to 1,600 metres. Uh, she'll run well. And 12, Naval Seal. Certainly wary of him first up. And he did, of course, beat uh, Willinga Rufio fair and square last campaign. 6, 8, 9 and 12. Emerging types here. Some promising ones there in race four. Darren's with number 12. Naval Seal is best of the day. 12, Naval Seal. Uh, a special to beat 11 commanding, 8 Mahagoni and 2 Cognac. 12 a good thing to beat 11, 8 and 2 for Darren in race 4. Race 5, the Vale, Beryl White, Falonte. Great lady. Hell of a race source was Falonte and Munns. We um, go without Singapura for a good open quality here over the 1,200 metres. Yeah, we start with Big Boy Roy here as a $6 chance. Well, if this track's not too bad, he's got a firm, hasn't he? Mm. Purple Sector is a $5 chance. Korea Dearest, with the blinkers on and the winkers off, 
Oh, the love affair continues with it. It's $23 into $17 this morning. Dyer Mill with a tongue tie on, backing up from last Saturday. $3.60 in favourite. Singapura out no deduction. Yee Yee at $5.50. Bonnie Ezra is a $19 chance. War Eternal with the blinkers on at 5 Mirren runs here, scratched earlier at 31 And Parmetto with the blinkers off is a $15 chance. A uh, bit of a head scratcher here. Dymill, most popular runner, albeit 3.43.50, in the last 24 hours. Yee Yee, uh, second most popular runner, six into 5.50 today. Uh, third most popular runner is the toppy in Big Boy Roy. Uh, nine runners racing in sports will throw the map up for our central viewers. They have Purple Sector and Big Boy Roy in the red. What are you saying here, Brad? Yep, I agree. Uh, and I'm getting a bit nervous now with this track uh, in terms of leaving Purple Sector and Big Boy Roy out of my top three because they will go forward and they're two horses that will appreciate a drying service. So Purple Sector leads, Big Boy Roy sits on its shoulder. You've got War Eternal punching up to hold the leader's backs and Palmetto, the former Kiwi, can probably take that one-out-one one back position. Oh, this is a nightmare, this race. And you could, uh, any one of the nine, anything goes... Um, Especially, you know, like I just put the pen straight through Purple Sector early on, thinking worse than six. And there's a couple others in the same boat. Big boy, right? Glenn is right. He'll he'll start much shorter now, uh, with maybe control. Uh, so anyway, I, I'm I'm le I'm left with Dymill. I think he'll back up well. He wasn't run to suit last start, and uh, I think the mile on a back up, third up. Um, he might get a chance to fulfil some potential that he does have. Big boy Roy, well, he's fit and ready for a mile in a more suitable race here. And he, like I said, he'll he'll stride across here and be a real force. Uh, now we're on on a six. Yee uh, Yee, and this is a beautiful race for him if he's freshened up with 53 and a half kilos on his back. But the market agrees, and I threw in Mirren. Uh, th just thinking all those horses that wouldn't handle the wet, but uh, I'll leave him there at this stage. Four, one, six, and nine. I'm going to throw War Eternal into the mix here. Eight, four, ten, and two. Uh, I know he didn't cover himself in glory, but last start was in the Group 1 Epsom. He was beating ten lengths there. Pretty testing service, and he just knocked up. So back to his rightful grade here. He's still got the 52 kilos. The blinker's on. Fourth up. Lovely draw. No weight. Uh, he sets up to bounce back. Four, Diamil. Uh, whether he's still half a run short, I'm not too sure. But, yeah, on the seven-day turnaround, there is some intent to be read into that. He's always been a, a pretty handy import. And if he does roll into to Randwick today ready to rock and roll, uh, he's mighty hard to beat. Ten at Palmetto, I think, is the best roughie in the race. Uh, one consecutive listed races in New Zealand before being sent to John Sargent. We didn't see the best of him uh, in his first Australian run. Too bad to be true. I love the way that he's trialled this time back, and he does get a lovely map here on paper. And two, Pur Purple Sector uh, is well-placed to bounce back from last start. Eight, four, ten, and two. Okay, race five and Darren Flindell's numbers here. Number ten, Palmetto on top for Sarge and Tyler Schiller. Ten on top to beat four, Diamil, uh, two, Purple Sector, and eight, War Eternal. Ten, four, two, and eight for Darren in race number five on the day. We get on to race number six and we get into our features now. Uh, Munns race six is the Grain Shaker. Brian Crowley stakes, and we have a listed race for the three-year-olds, set weights plus penalties, and we're getting over the 1,200 metres. Yes, and our first runner here is Thron Bone, a Melbourne visitor here, and it is a $6 chance. Cote, the $2.40 favourite. Insurrection, a $5 chance. Northern Beaches, 
at $13. Oh, Tycoon is out. One cent the win and nothing the place. Wollinga Beast is out. Runs in Melbourne. 23 cents a win and 15 cents a place. Dashing Legend, this stage, Brenton Abdullah, a half over. $6.50. Miss Hellfire, the blinkers go on, the winkers come off, and it's a $12 chance. Spicy Hot Pot out. Expect it Wednesday. Five cents a win and six cents a place. Chalante at $10. And Sammy Ballerina is a $26 chance. Uh, easily most popular runner here is Kote, three and a half times as popular as any other runner in the race. Now, when Wollinga Beast came out, you could have had as much as $2.90 about Kote. So since that point in time, um, I know Spicy Hot Pot came out, uh, but it was two ninety into two fifty with Spicy Hot Pot still in the race. And with Spicy Hot Pot out, went up $2.40, where it's remained this morning at that price there. Second pick is the Toppy in Thronbone. And third pick is Insurrection, who's got a little drift this morning, $4.80 out to 5 Favourite, uh, K-Day took control of things well enough the other day. Brad, does the same thing happen again here? Yeah, I'd anticipate that'll be plan A, just pending how aggressive they want to be on Insurrection, but he is versatile. Uh, if Kote wants the front, he'll be happy to grab Kote's back. Dashing Legend won't be far away, and expect Miss, Hellf- Miss Hellfire uh, to use that low gate today to punch up just in behind the speed here, Duff. Yep, um, got the favourite on top, Kote. Just keep an eye on uh, the leaders are getting a fair go. Uh, if it turns into a sweeper's track by any stretch, it uh, makes it a little bit tougher for him, but um, I think he can win. I've got a respect for the Victorian here, uh, Thrombone. He's um, he's had a Mornington jump out, which was solid. Uh, he look, he won three city races last preparation, so he's he's done a little bit more than a couple of most of these here. So I'm respecting his winning strike rate and their move to bring him here first up. Uh, three insurrections, just racing so so well and coping well. And Dashing Legend goes in. He's just got to settle better. Two, one, three, and seven. Yeah, it looks to fall into his lap, Cote, doesn't it? Two, seven, three, and one. He's skipping through the grades. I guess it's not the most conventional setup coming into a listed race, uh, winning a maiden, uh, winning a midway, and here he is. But he's certainly going the right way about things, and he's still learning on the job as well. I think that's the most exciting thing about him is that I don't think we've seen the best of him just yet. So he'll spear forward, he handles all tracks, and he's going to be very hard to catch. Seven, Dashing Legend. Want to be really forgiving of her effort last time out. She's a pretty talented filly. Comes through that tap craig, just failed to handle a very testing track. So back to 1,200 metres, dry surface, she can find her best form again. There wasn't a lot between Dashing Legend and Insurrection uh, from the midweeks a couple of starts ago. We've seen Insurrection since, and he won well. He's a professional type. He'll make his own luck, and he's hard enough to beat. And I've got Thronbone in the mix as well. Uh, a bit tricky to line up those form lines, but his strike rate speaks for itself, and he was only beaten five lengths by Giga Kick in the vein stakes the last time we saw him. Two, seven, three, and one. Okay, looking at uh, numbers here for Darren Flindell for race number six. Uh, Chalonte, number 10 on top. Chalonte for Darren to beat three Insurrection, seven Dashing Legend, and one Thron Bone. Ten, three, seven, and one for Darren in race six at Ramwick today. 24 hour fold cover for 24 hours a day, peace of mind. No excess on life saving surgery claims. Agreed value. Fall rate guaranteed and the optional extended fall policy until the 2024 yearling sales, all with guaranteed renewal, a clause pioneered by HQ. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more information. Be sure 
inshore with HQ. About 23 minutes to 9, 23 days uh, you're in Queensland. We'll head to a short break on the other side. We come back with the Randwick Quaddy. Features the Group 1, the Spring Champion Stakes, the Calendar Presnell, and of course the $2 million, the Invitation. Stay with us on Saturday HQ. Hi, it's Matty Johns. Get your years of hard work recognised and get the qualification you deserve with the help of Skills Certified. Their partner RTOs assess your workplace skills and can turn them into a nationally recognised qualification through recognition of prior learning. It could open your career options, increase your salary or even get your promotion. Why spend unnecessary time and money when life has already qualified you? Take the free 60-second skills check now at skillscertified.com.au. Get your skills certified. Watch them fly before you buy at the Magic Millions Gold Coast two-year-olds in training sale on October 25. It's the sale that produces big-time performers like recent domestic stars Crone, Victorum and Tyzone and international sensations Limbs Lightning and Top Knight. A quality lineup of ready-made two-year-olds broken in and educated by world-class preparers ready to make their mark on the track. To view the catalogue, photos, parade videos and breeze-ups and to register to bid online, visit magicmillions.com.au. Don't miss a game of the NBL season on KO with the biggest stars returning to the court. Watch every game of your team live on ESPN on KO. Head to kosports.com.au to start your free trial today. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. It doesn't have to cost the earth to own a share in a racehorse. Patriot Bloodstock offers an affordable, entry-level price point for racehorse ownership with fixed-price training fees. We love first-time owners and putters clubs. Or get your friends together and start a syndicate. A Brave Smash filly, fully broken, is available now from a dam that's produced five foals to race, all winners. She ticks all the boxes. Check out what's available at patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF Licence 33696. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Welcome back to the show. Good time to join us at about 20 minutes to nine. We're about to dive into the Randwick Quaddy today. Features our main races on the program and Munns, uh, a market, if you will, for the million dollar Tab Calendar Presnell Group 2 over the mile. Yes, of course, we had the running of the uh, Tap Craig or the Craig Tap. I forget whether it was, I think it might have been Tap Craig uh, the other day, but now the, the calendar Presnell. And uh, I hope you've tuned in, Deffy. Uh, I know you won't be there today, but uh, let's hope that you can find the winner in the race named in your honour. Maxie will be there representing both of you today for this race here. And I'm scrambling here because for some reason... It's just jumped off that race. Oh, we're back here now. Righto, here we go. We've got Golden Mile is a dollar eighty favourite. Brosnan at nineteen dollars. Basquiat at nineteen dollars. Communist is a four dollar eighty chance. Flag of Honor with the blinkers on today, and it is a seven dollar fifty chance. We've got Burgunda with the blinkers on as well at eighteen dollars. Token Capitalist. He's had a busy week at $61. Field Commander's 101. Monastery's 101. And a lot more love who was on the backup from a win last Saturday. A $9 chance. 
not the busiest betting race. Uh, most popular runner is a lot more love. Um, you could have had as much as $51 in the all-in market the start of the week. She's been $8 out to $9 today. Second pick would be Golden Mile, and third pick would be Communist. 2,000, um, I should say, a mile here at, uh, at Ramwick. Brad, we have, um, or Racing and Sports are saying, token capitalist and Burgunda might be up there rolling along. Yep, I think that's a fair shout. Burgunda leads, token capitalist comes across, then you've got David Payne's duo just in behind the speed. Basquiat can park up closer. Uh, and the big query, I guess, is Golden Mile, where he finds himself in the run. So he's drawn to the immediate outside of the speed horses here. Uh, does Hugh Bowman come out and have a bit of a look, or is he happy to just ride conservative and think maybe it doesn't matter, he's probably on the best horse anyway. So I guess that's the, the little one that's open inter- for interpretation here, Duff. Yep, but we've got the big stretch down the back of the mile there. He's got six races before to work it out where he wants to be, and he's on the best horse. So yep. I'm intrigued with so many people are saying they think this horse is gross hunters um, today. Everyone I'm listening to saying, oh, geez, he's too short. Oh, gee, I, I think he's, he's a legitimate odds-on chance. Uh, looking at his rating and his form, are we dreaming up something could go wrong here? I, I don't know. Um, but I think he has to be top pick. Some people may, may think that the Caulfield Guineas was a weak race, um, but the Golden Rose wasn't, and he wasn't bad there. And he, obviously, he was a big winner of the Ming Dynasty prior to that. So, yeah, I'm... I'm Look, I don't like taking odds on, but I think that's his right price, and I think he'll he'll run according to that price. I think if there is any danger at all, it is flag of honour. Um, I just think he preps up with the blinkers on with a couple of recent runs under his belt now. Four communists, it's hard to pot him. He, he, there was good money for him in the dulcify, and he ran accordingly. And Basquiat could improve um, with a better draw, mapping a little better. Um, I'm one five four and three, and uh, also. A, uh, great to see these uh, these gentlemen honoured here. Max will be there, and I wish you were there, Kenny. Um, uh, but I'm sure you'll be there with in spirit. Absolutely, I've gone the way of Golden Mile as well here. One, six, four, and five. I guess you could say what there was only two lengths from first to eleventh in the Guineas. I don't think it was a, vin- a vintage Guineas by any stretch of the imagination. However. I think it's a good enough guineas to win this. And if you use his Ming Dynasty reference, yes, it was back to 1,400 metres as a guide here. He beat a very similar field, and he beat them, beat them pointlessly. So if he runs up to that, he wins and justifies the short quote. I think Six Burgunder is a sharp improver. I know I mentioned his name there second up, and he didn't really fire a shot, but he was made to work. It was on that deteriorating track, and he just knocked up to finish out the back. I do think he's got so much more talent than that. Uh, he gets the shades on today. Gets to front, uh, should have an easy enough time there to run up to his best. Four communists, he's flying, um, he's still in his first campaign, but he's doing a terrific job. Another horse that gets the shades on his flag of honour, and he's always had the ability, and uh, maybe we'll see the best of it this time. One, six, four, and five. Okay, numbers uh, four, Darren in the tab at Calendar Presnell, one golden mile. To beat number 10, a lot more love. Four communists and five flag of honour, one, ten, four, and five. Ronnie, a lot more love. Why? Why not back up the way um, horse won the other day, I suppose? Yeah, look, she's a filly. The fillies have been strong all year. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm not potting, potting her at all, being the only filly in the race with a couple of kilos weight pull there. So, uh, uh, although it's a, you know, a couple of seasoned uh, colts here that she's got to beat. Race eight, uh, we go to now. This is uh, well one of a couple of features. It's the Group One, Mowat and Shandon Spring Champion Stakes Muns Group One, two thousand metres. Uh, they're racing for $2 million now, these three-year-olds. Uh, how's the market shaping up with the tab? 
Yeah, well, we've got uh, some changes to this uh, market this morning. The Melbourne visitor here, the Toppy Elliptical, is now $3.70. Uh, stays favourite, but uh, at $3.70. We've got uh, Promito on the backup from last Saturday. And it, uh, sorry, earmuffs pre race on elliptical. Promito at 650. Sharp and smart at, uh, with the visor on and the blinkers off at 750. Williamsburg at $5.50. Matcha Latte at $13. Owen County at $126. Conqueror at $41. Coppelson at $81. Manzois, a $31 chance. Bunker Hut. Winkers on and the blinkers off at $81. She's Extreme, $4.20. And Renaissance Woman is a $15 chance. Well, some pretty big changes to this market this morning, and they're not money-related. Uh, elliptical, $4.20 into $3.70. She's Extreme, $5 into $3.90. Uh, She's Extreme is the most popular runner here over Elliptical. And then Sharp and Smart, Williamsburg, Machilade. Well, um, so Elliptical, 420 to 370. Promito, 6 to 6.50. Sharp and Smart, 7 to 8. Williamsburg, 5 to 5.50. Machilade, 12 to 14. Owen County, 81 to 151 now. Conqueror, 34 to 41. Coppelson, 81 unchanged. Manzois, 31 unchanged. Bunker Hut, 71 to 101. She's Extreme, 5 to 390. And Renaissance Woman, 13 to 15. I suppose you guys will jump into the form. Is it a Courtfield Guineas? Is it a Gloaming? Or one of these oh. fillies? Well, she's going to get a chance, at least on the map. She's extreme. I imagine she rolls forward. There's no real natural leader here. And listening to Michael Friedman this morning uh, regarding Bunker Hut, they'd like to find some cover. So where does that leave us? I don't know. I imagine that's why there has been support for Elliptical and She's Extreme, because it's just going to be right there on top of the speed. Maybe Sharp and Smart can put himself right there again. And Matt Chilade, assuming he jumps cleaner than what he did in the gloaming, he'll find himself right there as well. So, yeah, interesting race to try and nail down a, a map here confidently, Duff. Yeah, look, I think we can as far as we've found our leader. Uh, she's extreme. I think there's a no-brainer that uh, Mark Newnham's a form student. He'll say, OK, we're going to go forward today, Macalade. Um, and the only fly in the ointment there is Bunker Hunt going back. But I think the favourite kicks up, holds his position. And Sharp and Smart was aggressive with the blinkers the other day. Um, so uh, I think Bowman may take him forward um, with that in mind. So... Yeah, wow. It just seems the market's just completely opposing the gloaming form. Um, that's what it looks to to me. I, I, I'm tipping the Victorian. He all you know, chips in in the Caulfield Guineas form with me and on the day, but I was expecting him to be easy in the market and I wanted to back, back him late, but all he's done is firm, which, well, anyway, I'll see what happens later, but I like him. I think he's a good colt. I know he's only won one, one race, a two-year-old race at Sandown, but... I thought his effort two starts ago in that Sandown race was unbelievable, considering circumstances, and he backed it up with another improving run in the Guineas, and I think he's got 2,000 metres written all over him. Map's good, soft's OK, bang, bang, bang. I, I want to be with him. I think the Phillies, the danger, she's extreme. Little queries at the 2,000, um, although Anthony doesn't seem to think so. The best run out of the gloaming for mine was Makalate. Uh, so that form... Um, look, that price looks overs compared to the rest of them out of that race. And Williamsburg was well, just the case of back to Ramwick, isn't it, uh, with him? 
I like one, um, 111.54, and pre-post, I, the bet here is Man's Oyster to win the derby. Ronnie, Permito, Ronnie. I know, I've been on his back all the way through. I thought he was good last week. Uh, he was very good. That toughens him up with that weight for age form. It's all happening quickly for him, uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, no surprise if he wins. I just couldn't, I wanted to fit him in, but I couldn't. It might be a stroke of genius from David Atkins. It could well skipping, be after the race, we'll the, be saying that. Skipping the gloaming, going straight to a Craven plate against the older horses, fast run race, toughens him up for the 2,000 metres. I've got him second pick. I've got She's Extreme on top, and I'm really confident that she's going to put, us, put herself right in the finish here. Yes, she has to tick that 2,000 metre box, but this isn't an afterthought. Anthony Cummings has said all campaign that the Champagne Stakes, or the Spring Champion Stakes, I should say, is the race that's probably most winnable for her. And here she is, fourth up, lovely grounding, coming through some very deep fillies races. And you've got a damn side, and there is a bit of stamina there. So that does give me give me some hope. And the way this race shapes, I think, gives me further confidence that if she can just back off in the middle stages and then quicken, uh, she's every chance of running it out. Two, Primito, for the reasons I mentioned. Second pick, Machilade, I 100% agree. If you're looking for a horse coming out of the gloaming to... Hit your wagon too. I think it's him. He was enormous. And he was four weeks between runs there as well. And four Williamsburg. May have lost that little edge he had on a potential heavy track today, just coming back to soft. Uh, but he's been screaming out for 2,000 metres. 11, 2, 5, and 4. And guys, we know Renaissance Woman is the Oaks filly, but why not? Why not run here if she's pulled up well, bring her home? Well, the timing's right to back her for the Oaks preparation now. She doesn't have to race a couple of days before. So, yeah, I think... Uh, She's a, a worthy Oaks favourite. Whether she can do it today, I don't know. Two Primito for Darren Flindell. He's with number two Primito. Nothing wrong with Cascadian form. To beat one Elliptical, four Williamsburg, and three Sharp and Smart. Two, one, four, and three in a terrific Spring Champion Stakes. Race nine, $2 million up for grabs here. The Invitation among uh, some of the country's best mares here. Set weights plus penalties, 1,400 metres. Yeah, another market that's undergone some change this morning. A forbidden love at $5.50 after it was a $7 chance earlier. Nimalee at $6.50 out from $5.50. Ice Bath has lost favouritism. Now $5 out from $4.80. Electric Girl at 18 out from 14 Promise of Success, 16 out from 15 Swats That, 12 out from 11 Expat, 18 out from 15 Barb Raider, 26 in from 31. Bell Plazier with the blinkers on. Sorry, Expat, the blinkers back on as well. Bell Plazier with the blinkers on. 23 out from 21. Espiona, our new favourite, with the winkers on. $4.60 in from $5. Never Talk, 17 in from 19. She's a belter, 13 out from 11. And scratch the two emergencies, no deductions taken there. Most popular runner, and she's a popular horse, Ice Bath, but she's lost favouritism now. Uh, she's the most popular over Espiona, and Ice Bath is the most popular runner today. Uh, Espiona second pick overall, but not second pick today. Third pick overall and second pick today is She's a Belter, who's 11 out to 13. And next pick would be Never Talk, who's 19 into 17 today. So um, not surprising we're going to get some changes at these markets with everyone expecting a heavy track uh, if we get there and it plays on the better side of a soft six. Few of these girls pretty sharp out of the gates, Brad. 
Yeah, expat, you'd hope that she shows a little bit more toe than what she did last start. She could take up the running if she does. Forbidden Love jumps on expat's back. Nimalee won't be far away. Electric Girl has got some speed. She's a belter. Uh, can use the inside gate here. Espiona uh, finally draws a gate. She can park up somewhere midfield. And Ice Bath, you'd like to think she can be a little bit close here, somewhere midfield, but she isn't blessed uh, with a, a great deal of gate speed. Yep, I'm happy to say it's Espiona's day today. Third up, Wick is on. Back to Ramwick soft track that was the the scene of her last big win before a spell and i think she gets a well look i think she's an acceptable price today i think she this she just set up for this more or less a grand final and i think she'll be very hard to hold out i think forbidden love uh, i thought she did more than enough in the sydney stakes from that wide draw the other day and it gets a charm run here a, a, a track and distance that she loves uh then the two good mares, Ice Bath, Nimalee, they're never far away and always great chances in races like this. Um, I don't know what to think of this three-year-old, she's a belter. Get more of a feel for her on track. But 10-1-3 and 2. I'm with the defending champ, three Ice Bath. I've got three, ten, two and one as my numbers. Uh, she's just a, a mare that thrives on a racing. You look at her fifth up form. It is outstanding. She won this race 12 months ago, fifth up. Uh, she was a little bit disappointing, I guess you could say, in the Epsom last start, given she was a $3.60 favourite. But there was a couple of little excuses there. If she bounces back to her best form, she's mighty hard to beat. 10, Espiona, the market's got this race pretty well cornered. She's got a very similar setup uh, to how, how she won that mare's race last preparation. So same track and trip. Four weeks between runs. She was five weeks between runs there. So if she repeats that, she's mighty hard to beat. Two, Nimalee, what you see is what you get. She rolls forward. She toughs it out. And she has a fantastic head-to-head -head record against Ice Bath. And one, Forbidden Love. You have to trust her to bring her best form. But it is easy to forget that she's a three-time Group 1 winner. So if it all suddenly clicks for her, uh, yeah, look out. Three, ten, two, and one. Ronnie, I keep looking at a, a, a mare like Electric Girl. And she's always good odds. Is, is the given the track against her today? And I know it's a... Hell of a classy field. Uh, you would prefer her on top of the ground. There's no doubt about that. She's got a few little question mark. Well, the, the soft form, six runs for one third and mm. heavy one for a zero. So uh, all depends on the drying factor of the track. She is, um, look, I know she hasn't won in a while, but she is a pretty talented mare. Yeah, now we'll see uh, Hugh Bowman from the middle of the draw with uh, with Electric Girl. Uh, numbers for Darren, we just had them up on the screen there. I'm pretty sure it was two uh, Nimalee from one Forbidden Love, three Ice Bath, and 12 She's a Belter for Darren. Darren's numbers in the invitation, two, one, three, and 12. Tenth and last of the day, finished off with the Catnack Jewelers Handicap here, Munza benchmark, 88 at the 1,200 metres. Yes, uh, what I usually do in my training uh, each and every week. Four home two uh, here, the toppy, uh, with the muffs on at $41. We've got Wisdom of Water at $19. Acquitted is a $9.50 chance. Coal Crusher with the blinkers on at $6.50. Bacchanalia, our favourite, at $3. Titanium Power with the blinkers off resuming at $12. Clemenceau out, 18 cents a win and 14 cents a place. Battleton out, runs in Brisbane, 2 cents a win and 1 cent a place. Tri-State out runs earlier six cents a win and seven cents a place samut at eight dollars royal zell is an 81 dollar chance mar and par not there three cents a win and two cents a place fox fighter at nine uh, bella rouge at four dollars sixty and liberty sun is out one set the win and nothing the place most popular runner here is Cole Crusher. This morning, though, $6 out to $6.50. Second pick is Acquitted, uh, $9.50 no change today. 
Third pick would be Bacchanalia. And fourth pick, well, a fair way away from those, is just Belarus. The map in the last, Brad. Cole Crusher is your leader. We've lost a few speed influences here with Clemenceau uh, coming out tri-state, of course, running in an earlier race, Mar and Par, maybe to a lesser extent. You've got the stalemate being handy. That said, Titanium Power, no blinkers. And you look at his first up runs in the past, he's settled fourth, fourth, eighth and fourth. So it won't be foot to the floor with him first up, uh, but I do think he finds himself probably outside of the lead. By default, Belarouge gets the run of the race, along with Bacchanalia just in behind the speed. Yeah, I think he's the better of the day back in early. I just think the setup's perfect for him. Um, informed jockey, inside draw, box seat. Um, third up now, a big, strong horse. So, yep, I'm clearly on top for me. I'm, the one I'm wary of is the first upper, Bella Rouge. I think she's a nice mare and the marketplace loves her. So, uh, she's only had one trial, but I'm given an easy time. But um, obviously she's done enough at home to be fancied uh, with no weight on her back here for a promising mare. Acquitted, whether it's wet enough for him, I don't know, but I think he's a nice horse. And Cole Crusher, we know what you're going to get with him, with his blinkers back on, a good tough run from the front. But keen on five, five, fourteen, three and four. Four, five, fourteen and ten for me, Cole Crusher to see us home. Uh, catch me if you can. I thought there was good merit to his effort there first up, where he was just dictated to by the horse that led. He settled outside the lead. They didn't go any great gallop and very much turned into a sprint home and he was coming again through the line. So Glenn Schofield knows this horse so well. He's got a fantastic record aboard him and I think there's enough improvement for him to run really well here. Second up, five back in Alia, no doubt in the world. He's the danger, the sting out of the ground, lovely gait. Third up, good sense of timing about him. 14, Bella Rouge, uh, right down in the weight. She is a, a pretty classy galloper going the right way. We saw that last preparation where she's trying a couple together. Uh, she sets up to have no excuses here, parking in behind the speed. And 10, Samut. Uh, she's got a mojo back, this galloper. Uh, she was really good there at the midweeks last start. Maybe a drying track is against to some extent, but she's always shown glimpses of brilliance in her short career in Australia to date. 4, 5, 14 and 10. Head to head, the gents in the last race were their best of the day. Darren Flindell, his numbers in race number 10. Uh, and Darren likes five Bacchanalia to beat 14 Bella Rouge, 10 Samut and six Titanium Power, five, 14, 10 and six in the last. Ronnie, saving the best to last, are we? Yep, uh, race 10, number five Bacchanalia. I didn't want really that scratching of Clemenceau. It's just taken the value out of it, but yeah, I think it'll be very hard to beat. For what it's worth, Ronnie, I, I agree with you with Golden Mile. If that's his price, that's his price. Set weights of a Group 1 win. Yeah, look, he's... Uh, well, honestly. The facts and figures will spit out that he, he has to be odds on. With you, put the, you put his form in the big computer and see what price it pops out. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Not a lay of the day chance, uh, is he, Munns? No, no, no. I think there's another couple there that have got lay of the day written on them, Richard. But uh, I think it's more important to see what this track's like. Everyone was expecting this track to mm. be heavy, and it's not. So that's why we've got some... Very, very different markets this morning. And What's, they uh, could continue to change if this track, well, if the rain doesn't arrive. Well, you know, once, once again, they only said we'd get five mils Monday. We got 60. Uh, we're supposed to get 40 in two days. We've had zero. Yeah, but, you know, what it's like, you get two mils on the day. It's like yeah, 20. Yeah, that's what we don't want. Yeah. 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 Uh, they changed at, their, did they change their they, name? They spent, they spent a couple of million to change their name, Bomb, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> I think um, it's Bong, and they've been drinking the water. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying uh, between... I'm not allowed... I'm, actually, I've been told I'm not allowed to read this by, by some people, but they're saying between anyway. 11 and, <laughs> between eleven and uh, 2 o'clock, zero to point 
zero zero point four, which is nothing, and two to five zero to zero point two. So that's nothing we're going to get there. Does that affect your best bets at all, Brad? No, it doesn't matter. She's extreme. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's wet or dry with her. She's a beauty, isn't she? Race eight, number eleven in the spring champion, and best value is in the last there. Race ten, number four, Cole Crusher. I think he's right in the finish. Thank you, gents. We'll do it again next Saturday for Golden Eagle. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Very good. Glenn Munsey there as well. Thank you to Ron, uh, Brad and Munns. Big thanks to our guests uh, who joined us uh, before 9 o'clock. It's bang on 9 o'clock. We'll take a break on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, it's Dean Lester and Mark Hunter for a look at a now lazy 11 races on Cox Plate Day at the Valley. A break and back with more. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you'll have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Cabernet Merlot by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Where do you find value every day? Big W. They make sure the quality stands up while keeping the prices down. Discover more at bigw.com.au. Sydney CBD, Bathurst, Liverpool and Castle Ray Streets affected by a police operation. Road closures to continue till 3.30pm. Avoid the area. Hinchinbrook, a hazard with a car on fire. It's the M7 off-ramp to Cow Pasture Road. Two northbound lanes are closed, including the right turn lane. Legendary deals are on now. Barbecues galore. Save up to 200 bucks across the award-winning Ziggy Grill range. Lots more deals at Barbecues Galore. Now you're cooking. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio.